What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my top 36 week 14 wide receivers. Also splitting these wide outs into different tiers. Already posted the top 36 running backs if you guys are interested in that one. But let's just dive right into it. Starting off in tier one, going to have six tier one wide receivers. We're going to go with Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, Amon Rossing Brown, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, and Stephon Diggs. I don't think I need a huge explanation here with Tyreek Hill. The dude just continues to ball out. Could be uh, putting together a record-setting season here. Then we have C.D. Lamb. He's also been producing at a really high level, and he draws just a very juicy matchup here going up against this Eagles secondary. Then I'm going with Amon Rossing Brown. Coming off, I believe, his lowest volume game of the season, but he's been a super consistent high ceiling option pretty much every single week. And then I have Justin Jefferson as my wide receiver four. I could understand some people being a little hesitant with him coming back from injury. Maybe I shouldn't have him in tier one. For me, I just feel confident because the Vikings have been very patient with him. They clearly have not rushed him back. It seemed like if they really wanted to force it, he could have returned prior to the bye. They gave him the bye. He's a full participant in practice, so I think he's going to be ready to go. And when Justin Jefferson is healthy, he is a high-end fantasy wide receiver one, so I feel very confident firing him up into my lineup this week. Then we're going to go with A.J. Brown. Not a super easy matchup here against the Cowboys, but A.J. Brown has been a monster this season. I expect him to continue to produce. And then going with Stephon Diggs, just a very consistent mid-tier wide receiver one option. Now shifting into tier two, pretty much our mid to back end wide receiver twos. Going to start it off with Jamar Chase. He is coming off a monster game and I could see an argument for him being up here in tier one. I still think maybe we need just like one or two more games of Browning to really kind of be locked in that this guy is going to be a great option to support Jamar Chase. But I mean, we're kind of nitpicking here. He's my wide receiver seven. He's locked into your lineup. After Chase, I have Keenan Allen. I think he's a really nice option here as my wide receiver eight. You know, I think maybe he's not quite in that tier one just because the Chargers are lacking some other weapons. Defenses are really able to lock in on him. And he is, you know, a little bit older than some of these other top options here, but he's still producing at a wide receiver one level. Got to feel good about Keenan Allen. Um, then I'm going to have DJ Moore. With Justin Fields at quarterback, DJ Moore has been a locked-in fantasy wide receiver one. Got to keep it rolling. Uh, Mike Evans and Michael Pittman to close out this tier. Both these guys have wildly outperformed their ADP coming into the season. I don't see why they would be outside of my top 12 wide receivers. So that's going to wrap up tier two. Now shifting into tier three, a pretty large tier here. I'm going to have Chris Olave sandwiched between the 49ers wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk is my wide receiver 12. Debo Samuel, my wide receiver 14. I know Debo's coming off the massive game. On the season as a whole, Brandon Ayuk has still been the better option. So they're still very close. Um, Brandon Ayuk is like a back-end wide receiver one for me. Debo, a high-end wide receiver two. Give the slight edge to Ayuk, but I think both are strong plays. Chris Olave in between them. We'll see if he gets Derek Carr or Jameis Winston. I think fantasy-wise, I'd prefer Jameis because we know he's just going to go out there, launch a bunch of bombs to Chris Olave, just throw up some 50-50 balls, and it's going to lead to a pretty high fantasy ceiling for Chris Olave. But even if Derek Carr is in there, Olave has been a really nice option all season long, so a high-end wide receiver too. After Debo, I'm going to have Devontae Adams. May not have the top quarterback, but it's still Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Then I'm going to go with Nico Collins. He draws a tough matchup here against the Jets, which is really the only thing holding him back from probably being in the top 12 here. With no Tank Dell, um, Nico Collins is really going to be relied upon heavily by C.J. Stroud. So still a high-end wide receiver too for me, but the bad matchup does drop him just a little bit. 
Um, and then Jalen Waddle is going to be after Nico Collins. He draws a nice matchup here against the Titans. The Dolphins have the highest implied point total this week. I expect him to run up the score, and I think Jalen Waddle is going to have a lot of opportunities to give you some fantasy points. And then Devonta Smith, not quite as solid of a matchup. Tough matchup here against the uh, Cowboys, but Devonta Smith continues to produce. I think he's a nice mid-tier wide receiver two option. I'm a huge fan of Zay Flowers' rest of season here. With Mark Andrews out, I think they're going to rely on him more consistently. Prior to the bye, he was coming off a big game. I expect him to have a very nice finish to the season. Um, here's my wide receiver 19. And then in that same matchup, wrapping up this tier, I have Puka Nakua. Now, this is a tough matchup here. This Ravens defense is arguably the best defense in the NFL. Still a believer in Puka, but that's probably why he's a little bit lower than maybe he would be in a normal or a positive matchup. Now, looking at tier four, going to be our back-end wide receiver twos, some high-end uh, wide receiver threes, or one high-end wide receiver three. Going to start off with DK Metcalf. He's coming off the massive game. Not trying to overreact too much because this is still a tough matchup here against the 49ers, but I think he's a fine back-end um, wide receiver two. Then I have Rasheed Rice. Talked about how I'm very high on Zay Flowers rest of season. I'm also very high on Rasheed Rice. He's paired with the best quarterback in the NFL. He is their clear-cut top wide receiver weapon. I think he's going to continue to be more involved, running more routes, and even over the past two weeks, he has been very, very productive. After Rice, I'm going to have Cooper Cup. Kind of hurts to have Cooper Cup this low. Some may argue this is still too high for him. Kind of had his fantasy day saved with a uh, touchdown last week. Same thing with Puka. It's a tough matchup. Puka Nakua has looked like the better option. I still think Cooper Cup is in that back-end wide receiver two territory but he definitely hasn't uh, lived up to expectations after like the first uh, two weeks of coming off of IR. Then I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson here. I think the news that they're shifting back to Zach Wilson is definitely a plus for him. He's had some solid games with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Wilson just consistently peppers him with targets. So I think that definitely keeps him in the wide receiver two range. And then finishing up this tier with Brandon Cooks, I do have some concerns about his volume. He hasn't been a super high volume wide receiver, but in three of the past four weeks, he's been super productive for fantasy and he just draws a great matchup here against the Eagles. And I do still think that Brandon Cooks is a very talented wide receiver. So that's going to wrap up tier four. Now looking at tier five, I'm going to have Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Cortland Sutton, and Jordan Addison. I feel like all these guys are kind of in unique situations here. Tough to really pinpoint where they should be ranked. Starting off with Calvin Ridley with Christian Kirk likely going to miss pretty much the entire season at this point, at least the regular season. Um, I think Ridley's going to be their clear-cut wide receiver one. Now, if he had Trevor Lawrence for this game, he would be locked into tier four. I'm not super optimistic that happens. It does seem like Lawrence is recovering really well, but don't know if they're going to push it on a short week. So I think with uh, Bethard at quarterback, Ridley's more of a high-end wide receiver three option. Then we have DeAndre Hopkins. This is probably going to be a pretty pass-heavy game script. I believe they're 13-point underdogs here to the Dolphins. They could go behind early. Could be a lot of passing volume for DeAndre Hopkins. Then I have Cortland Sutton. I talked about it in the uh, wide receiver start sit video. I'm not quite as high on Cortland Sutton as other people. I just don't know if he can keep up his crazy touchdown pace, but I think this is a solid matchup here against the Chargers. He's clearly been a big play machine. I like Sutton here in tier five. And then finishing this tier with Jordan Addison. I'm still a big believer in the talent of Addison. He's cooled down a little bit, and I think people may be full fading him now that Jefferson's back. He produced early on with Jefferson. He's going to be locked into those wide receiver two snaps. I still think he's very relevant as a fantasy wide receiver three. And then uh, tier six is going to take us through the top 36 or top 37. Couldn't decide between the last two, but going to start it off with Deontay Johnson. Um, going into this matchup against the Patriots, 
probably going to be a pretty ugly game. But his splits with Mitch Trubisky have been pretty positive. Still like Deontay as a player. I'm coming off a fine fantasy game in week 13. So he's my wide receiver 30. Then I'm going to have Tyler Lockett. Not a great matchup here against the 49ers, but still a player who has a pretty high weekly ceiling. Could always go for one of those big Tyler Lockett games. Then I'm going to go back-to-back Packers wide receivers. This is going to be assuming that Christian Watson is not able to give it a go. This point, really haven't heard a ton of news either way. I just wouldn't expect the Packers to rush him back considering they're probably going to be in playoff contention, could be in the playoffs. I don't think they want to risk him like re-aggravating it. So I think they're going to give him his time here, which makes both Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed very, very interesting. I think those are the guys who are going to get the top two wide receiver snaps, like the matchup here against the Giants. So I think both of those guys are very playable this week. Then my guy, Josh Downs, coming off a couple bad games in a row. I think he's a nice candidate to have a nice finish to the season. Then Adam Thielen's going to be a big faller here. Um, Just has not been the same option after the bye, has not been commanding the same volume, hasn't had the same consistency. We'll see if he's able to turn it around here against the Saints. And then the two guys I couldn't decide between, two wide receivers who I really like, but just aren't in ideal situations, Drake London and T. Higgins. Talked about Drake London as a sit in the uh, start sit video. I think that was probably a little bit harsh. I think he's more of a fringe option in a nice matchup here against the Buccaneers. And then T. Higgins, not coming off a great game, but I think Browning playing well is definitely encouraging moving forward. I fully expect him to be their uh, second weapon behind Jamar Chase, and I think he'll have some fine games if Browning can continue to play well. So that's going to wrap it up for my top 36 or 37 wide receivers. Hopefully this helps you uh, set your fantasy lineups. Like I said at the top, running backs are already posted, so if you want to check those out, take a look. But thank you all for stopping by, and I'll see you in the next one.